Well, 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 what a bloody good ISL finale have we witnessed and uh, both the teams well deserving, I must say. Well, did we imagine, did we think that these two teams will end up? We had no clue when the season started, but it was a very well fought, hard fought until the penalty shootout and Hyderabad FC were crowned champions in the end. Welcome to the Totally Indian Football Show. I'm your host, Siju, and today... Well, I have my dear friend Ajay joining me and we're going to look back at the entire ISL season as a whole. I know we are breaking the flow. You may also uh, hear me say in the next episode uh, where no, I'm saying that this is the last series of the Women's Day celebration that we're doing the entire month. But hey, we had to break this a little bit uh, and uh, hopefully you enjoy this episode as much as we would enjoy doing this. Ajay, welcome to the show. He needs no introduction. He's my fellow Human of Indian football. Hey, Siju. How are you? Hello, listeners. Well, doing absolutely well. Let's start with the ISL final. Uh, with the things that have gone through the season, right? On and off the pitch. Especially, I think the talking point is the COVID outbreak that happened in the bio bubble. Uh, and it was crazy. And some matches had to be rescheduled and stuff. Amidst all of that, two teams stood tall. Hyderabad FC and Kerala Blasters FC. And they fought till the last minute. Ajay, your thoughts on the final? Well, it was absolutely crazy. And I think, you know, to start off things, we'll obviously we'll, we have to con- congratulate uh, Jamshedpur FC for winning the Shield. I think by far they were really, really consistent, especially after that COVID break. You know, once once action resumed, uh, you know they they got that momentum and uh, deservedly won the league league phase of things. But uh, coming to the final, oh my god, it was absolutely manic, and it was a very good final uh, for a neutral, especially good to see uh, fans back in the stadium. You know, for I think I think the first time in two years we had fans, and obviously uh, Goa being uh, strategically located close to Hyderabad as well as. Uh, Kerala, we saw you know both sets of fans enjoying themselves in the stadium, and uh, I think the, the game had it all. Uh, you know, it had uh, some uh, wonder goal, it had a redemption story, it had penalties, extra time, and uh, overall just a grand spectacle and a fitting end uh, to this year's ISL. And may I just add in also that uh, both the goals in the finals were scored by Indians, so I think that's definitely uh, another positive to take home. Absolutely. And I mean, not just any goal, I must say, both were the belter goals. You know, both were crazy. Yes, you can always say that the first one probably Katimani let, let it through. Yes, Katimani, yeah. Let yeah. it through. But uh, hey, you know, you can't take away the effort and the entire build up and, you know, Rahul KP finishing it off in style. And what a way for him also to keep, uh, you know, give the team that hope or the start for the game because the first half ended goalless and second half we all knew we are all legally waiting for some great finale and that's exactly what happened. Uh, with with Sahal missing out, Rahul KP had to step up, step up right, as as the local lad for his team. And he very well did. Uh, but what a beauty of a goal was from Sahil Tavora. Again, a going uh, lad. And I must say that these, even even Katimani and he both have uh, redemption stories, right? Uh, Ajay, I mean, they both... Yeah, I mean, Siju, you were there at the at the, uh, at, at Coop Ridge when uh, Katimani was just, you know, booed. And uh, I mean, he was just... Made fun of by by the home fans, Mumbai FC fans, you know. So I think it's it's been, and of course he had the ISL final 
uh, as well a few years ago. So to come back and his saves were brilliant. Like all the three saves were absolutely uh, spot on. And uh, personally for me, because I, I play as a goalkeeper, so, you know, it's it's always good, you know, when a goalkeeper is the hero of the show. <laughs> yeah, and he very well made up for the mistake that he, you know, let go of that goal. Uh, so, absolute brilliant show. But talking about goalkeepers, Ajay, how impressed are you by the 20-year-old Gil? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he's been a revelation uh, this year for Kerala Blasters. In fact, uh, you know, we've had a lot of bright spots for Kerala this year. And I think Prabhsukhan has also earned, his call, uh, earned a call-up to the national camp as well. So, he had, he's, he's had a stellar season. And even uh, earlier, you mentioned Sahal. And Sahal Abdul Samad was... You know, the, the top-scoring uh, Indian goal scorer for them. And overall, I think Sahal has uh, really had a good season. He's been much, much better and he's lived up to that billing, uh, which was, was always there uh, on his on his forehead. So, um, I think a lot of positives to take home for Kerala Blasters. And I think at the start of the season, where we, you know, we were thinking that it's going to be the same old story, you know, because you have a new uh, coach and a new set of foreign players coming in. Another season in the bio bubble, and uh, you thought that you know this will be the same old uh, Kerala Blaster story all over again. But credit to them the, that they really, really uh, sort of you know held their nerve and uh, rightly so made it into the finals. And despite despite the loss, I think uh, it's a, it's a very positive season for uh, the fans and the management to 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 to, to take forward to next year. Rightly so. I mean, after such a long gap that we saw Kerala Blasters play and perform as a unit on the pitch, off the pitch, the way their management was in terms of uh, whether it's the social media game or you know anything for that matter, even the coach, the way he was approachable, talking to the press, talking to the fans, and finally he got to see the fans in person, right? Uh, he got that loudest cheer on the pitch and it was crazy, right? The atmosphere and everything and finally they could meet. Let's talk about Kerala Blasters in furthermore, spend a little more time on this team because like you rightly mentioned at the start, they even lost the first match, I think 4-2 if I'm not wrong. Um, and nobody, you know, if if you're a fan, yes, you may say there are some hopes, but I don't think even the, those cut-off fans who uh, support this team, even they probably had their doubts because it's a new coach. Uh, even the foreign players are not much known. But I think what in the Kerala Blasters team had were the Indian was the Indian contingent. Uh, I was eagerly looking forward to what Khabra would bring to the table. And boy, oh boy, did he bring and how did he bring? Ajay, here's a guy who's left BFC. Okay, we know the rivalry, whether it's on and off the pitch. And you also had the likes of Nishu, who kind of missed out on the last time, but he was also on the four array of things. But what an addition Cabra has been to KBFC, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, he's he's a guy who's, who you know who can, who can uh, sort of like give you give you ninety minutes of of a top notch performance. He can die for you on the pitch. You know, he's that kind of a player. He's a natural leader. He can play in any position. Um, very very hard player to sort of like you know come up against for any opponent and uh, he he does his job without any fuss you know I, but, but any for any coach that matter you know he, he's a he's a player to sort of have and uh, uh, you know he's the first name on the on the team sheet always so I think his leadership his composure really really helped uh, Kerala's backline um, of course uh, I would say there were there were like you know. Uh, 
at points they were leaky especially at the start of the season but then i think overall his uh, leadership definitely came into into the fore during the latter stages and uh, the the playoff game so i think um, he's khabra uh, uh, has won the isl with bfc and uh, chennai as well uh, unfortunately he couldn't make it you know uh, uh, three in a row with another southern club but i think his chance will come again because i think if if kerala managed to retain this core of players and the coach i think they'll be very competitive again next year yeah i think that's my next point that i was coming to that how important and key it is for this team to stick around if not all at least the core uh, with indian and the foreign contingent because you know even luna was a fan favorite and and valskes and people like you know uh, these guys have given goals which are like going to be etched in your memory and i'm sure the even the international uh, football handles have shared them so it's been a crazy one for them so how do you how important do you think uh, you know because you've seen in the past kbfc continuously keep changing their coaches and you know keep doing the combination permutation but i think this is the time that they give this particular team and this particular coach one more season and uh, see how things go right absolutely i mean uh, you know uh, luna for that matter he i think he only seems to score uh, golazos and bangers all the time can't score a normal goal but but yeah i mean you know you you've seen this um, uh, like this year you've seen this with mumbai city right towards the end they you know they announced that uh, lovera was leaving and uh, that impact was eventually felt as uh, this year mumbai really sort of uh, were underwhelming this year but uh, with kerala given their past uh, they desperately need to uh, give this coach another year and uh, try to retain at least you know the the vast majority of the players um, i don't think so they are a selling club per se uh, i think they can manage to hold on to their gems which uh, they should and you know lay a foundation uh, to to next year and try to you know probably go all the way and and win the shield next time Yeah absolutely and that's something i think we'll be looking forward to from especially from KBFC that what happens in the back room and what happens now in the back end we really hope that you know this team sticks together and it'll be nothing less of uh, less of a joy to see them once again perform in a similar fashion the next season uh let's talk about the you know the one that's won the ISL trophy Hyderabad FC a team that you know unfortunately and fortunately uh, none of us hate because of the way things they do uh, a young a new team into the entry in ISL Hyderabad FC and uh, it's it's been a great joy since they've started playing football right they've been consistent they've been persistent oh, the first season was good the second was not so great and uh, and now they have an ISL trophy almost kind of also they had their hands on the shield uh but certain due to certain unfortunate incident they couldn't get hands on that but i'm sure they were you know eagerly looking forward to this finale uh but ajay i must ask you the first half kbfc were the dominant side right uh or maybe even throughout the game i think hyderabad were only there in glimpses i think until sahil could score uh so do you see that was like some kind of strategy because you know somewhere the coach must have thought you know the opposition uh, kbfc is not going to let it be easy right and this could go on to extra time because what we saw then was the survival of the fittest the fittest side could you know go on to the extra time and then play penalty how do you think manolo approached this well uh, i'll take it as a lot of questions asking so you know i'll go one by one 
personally, I think last year we were all rooting for Hyderabad because, you know, as you rightly said, they were uh, a, a neutral's favorite side, like, you know, or, or second favorite team for anyone supporting a club in uh, the ISL. They were that good. And Coach Manolo, uh, you know, is, is quite, quite a, I would say, quite an intelligent uh, chap and quite a likable guy as well. So, obviously, you know, you're, you're rooting for him and uh, Hyderabad FC throughout. And, of course, Hyderabad, uh, they, you know, they come from a very rich culture uh, of, of Indian football. You know, the, the Hyderabad police team, uh, which later on became the Andhra Pradesh police team, uh, well, they are probably, you know, immortal heroes in, in our country's uh, football heritage. And you just need to pick up uh, uh, Novika Padiasas, barefoot to, barefoot to Boots to, you know, read about them. So I think this was the right city to sort of like you know go after the previous disastrous disasters at uh, Pune and Delhi. So I think you know get, getting that representation from Hyderabad was important. And then now after you know these years they have an identity as well. Of course that they are hero ISL winners, cup winners, or champions of India. However you want to put it, you know they've they've won a trophy and they've given themselves an identity. So. One thing I like about Coach Manolo is that he gives all these Indian players a chance. I think uh, we uh, spoke a lot, lot about Katimani as well, but even Halichan, you know, who scored the winning penalty, again a former KBFC player, he's he's also been there and thereabouts. You know, even he was dubbed to be uh, quite a prodigy uh, in the same likes of probably, probably like a Changte, but uh, his career also sort of went on and off, and you know, it was quite uh, symbolic that he scored the winning penalty. So. Overall, yeah, you as you rightly mentioned, they were also in in a fight with Jamshedpur for the shield. And to be honest, uh, bo- both the teams, I think Jamshedpur as well as Hyderabad, uh, equally deserved the winner's shield. Uh, you know, when it came to that final moment where they had some COVID cases and uh, they had to play, uh, they didn't have a lot of first team players available. So overall, they had a good season. Uh, I think for the game, I think uh, Manolo is was quite pragmatic, as you as you rightly mentioned. Uh, Kerala had the fans, the majority of the fans, it almost felt like, you know, it was a home game for them in Goa. And uh, I think the coach was quite, quite intelligent in in uh, sort of managing his players and taking it up all the way. Uh, I don't think so. They anticipated, anticipated the goal that uh, Raul KP would score. Uh, I think I think Luna or Vasquez, one of them hit the crossbar as well. But otherwise, uh, Hyderabad managed to stay in the game. And then in penalties, it's it's really... Uh, sort of like you know, it's it's a lottery. It's anyone's win. But Katimani had done his homework, I think, and uh, in the end, it just paid off. And uh, well deserved uh, winners in my eyes. And a uh, stunning moment is that after the game, when uh, you know the, the the players were celebrating, the Hyderabad players, uh, Coach Manolo went and picked up Propsukan Gill, who was lying on the floor, devastated, obviously, and he just you know lifted him up and uh, you know offered his commiserations. So that just goes to show what kind of man he is. Yeah, and I'm sure you know he he even got the award later on, and I'm sure that come that I'm sure it encouraged him come throughout, right? Because when a coach comes by, and especially an open team's coach comes and lifts you up, and you know gives that pat. Beautiful, beautiful moment from from the game. Yeah, yesterday. absolutely. Uh, let's talk about the Shield winners, Jamshedpur FC. I think uh, one of our uh, one of our friends and humans of Indian football, Sayak, when he when we asked him to predict his uh, top four, he did mention Jamshedpur will be a team to look out for, and you know he had an interesting top four. Uh, well, apart from Goa and everyone, I think we were all surprised by Goa's performance. But uh, Jam- Jamshedpur. 
I mean, the genius of Owen Coyle. Once again, a team that's not very, you know, they've not been there since the start. Again, a new one. They've also had a shaky start and shaky seasons throughout. But finally, you know, they came, they saw, they conquered. How was the season like? Uh, you know, what are you? What do you think when you look back at it? How do you see Jamshedpur? Yeah, I think uh, they were they were the the team that surprises the most. Uh, uh, you know, pre pre the the COVID outbreak. They were there and thereabouts for the top four, the playoff, uh, you know, playoff places. They were sniffing about and uh, trying to make the claim and you know getting into the top four. But uh, after that, I think you know it's it's kudos, absolute kudos to Owen Coyle as well. Uh, he's had his fair share of battles here in India, and he's he's been he's been a tough guy uh, on the pitch as well. He's he's a proper Scotsman, and he demands a lot from the players. And uh, I think Jamshedpur, well, they've, they've had a uh, roller coaster season, and uh, at the end of the day, it was uh, clear daylight between them and uh, the chasing pack. So, uh, absolute kudos. And once again, uh, Jamshedpur are a team who uh, give the Indian players a chance. And uh, it was good to see, um, you know, a lot of them shining through. Uh, and uh, end of the day, I think uh, I don't think so. Anyone can complain, uh, you know, after after they won the league. I think they were superior than most of the other teams in in the ISL and uh, well-deserved winners. And I think now they have to play a playoff game to get into uh, next season's uh, AFC Champions League, if I'm not mistaken. And if if they manage to do that, it'll be great to see Jamshedpur flying the Indian flag in Asia. Yeah, and talking about you know Champions League and AFC Cup, uh, Mumbai City are gearing up as well for their campaign that because they won the last time both the Shield and the ISL Trophy. Uh, we'll come to Mumbai City in a bit. But, you know, talking about ATK, that's the other team, the fourth team that was there in the playoff. Uh, in mid-season, they had a lot of things going on, right? In the start, since the start, they had a change of coach. Uh, I, I I personally didn't expect uh, them to come back and claw back their way into top four. Uh, but they did, and they did play uh, once again till the end. But Jamshedpur was a better side. Your thoughts on ATKMB? I mean, do you see who and continue there, and how do you see things going ahead? Yeah, I think uh, you know. So this this uh, squad of players is still uh, under Habaz's uh, uh, imprint. You know, he's got. I mean, they've got Habaz written all over them. So uh, one Fernando needs time. He needs a transfer window to get his players. And uh, ATKMB obviously, we know, have no issues with signing players. So. I think uh, you know what what one Fernando asked, he shall receive. So it'll be very interesting to see because you know we've we've seen Habaz's uh, style of play, uh, which is quite I would say um, you know uh, not not defensive, but then you know he he prefers uh, you know like uh, keeping the defense firm and uh, locking up the opponent. Whereas one Fernando uh, during his Goa stint, you know we've seen him play a very expansive style of play, especially in the in the ISL. He's a coach who likes more uh, of a fluid attacking uh, way of of football. So obviously the the mid season uh, change didn't help, but ATKMB being ATKMB were were always there. You know there are thereabouts, and uh, uh, they were quite inconsistent towards the end. I think they they drew and lost a few games which they should have really won. Uh, and uh, of course, individually in every department, I I don't think so. They the embarrassment of riches that they have was. Was uh, is 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 always you know going to be quite abundant compared to the other ISL clubs. So expect them to come back. Uh, expect them uh, to to reinforce and uh, probably offload uh, a few players who don't uh, uh, fit the coach's philosophy. 
and bring in some uh, exciting attacking players. And uh, the only bright spot for them, I think, is the uh, form of Liston Kolako. I mean, he was just magnificent. I mean, again, a guy who just scored brilliant goals, you know. And uh, I think this is a time where uh, we we should finally see Liston starting every every national team game henceforth. I mean, I don't see any reason why uh, why uh, uh, Igor should should really bench Liston anymore. I think given given the season that he's had for ATK MB, he he deserves that national team call up. So apart from that, I think you know they've been very disappointing, and uh, they'll be gearing up next year, and you know they'll be. Uh, targeting winning everything again. Yeah, what a season it has been for Liston. I think that guy just plays as if he feels no pressure and, you know, with the ease that he scores goals and takes his ball and makes sure that it meets the net. Uh, that's absolutely a, you know, a treat to watch. Talking about a team that we all, you know, I mentioned uh, quite a, li- a bit earlier that all of us thought that they would, you know, this is their season. Uh, FC Goa, right? But, they finished at the bottom of things and it was not a very good site for them. Uh, they did try in between, you know, to at least claw back, but things are not going. Nothing went wrong, right in their, according to their ways. So, Ajay, how do you see FC Goa uh, going ahead from here on? All of you all, not me. My, my top four predictions were very different, you know. Although I didn't expect either Jamshedpur or Hyderabad to, you know, uh, end up as winners. But FC Goa were not in my original top four. But but yeah, I mean, I think uh, they had to consolidate. They had a very poor start. Uh, and obviously, you know, one Ferrato uh, jump ship, as if you may call it. It was quite weird that uh, the, the owner had to come out and put out a tweet. And I mean, a lot of things happened this year. I mean, uh, the off-season or rather off-the-pitch season in uh, the ISL also had its own sort of like, you know, timeline. Uh, but uh, obviously, that's a whole uh, topic for a different podcast. Uh, but I think it was it was destined to doom. I mean, eventually, you know, Goa really uh, were quite poor. And uh, yeah, I mean, they had a few few moments here or there, but they were out of the top four years for sure. Very, very disappointing season for them. And uh, it, now it, it's, I mean, we wait and watch to see if uh, they go out and bring another foreign coach or uh, stick to to their tried and uh, uh, tested philosophy with uh, Derek Sir. I mean, it it, it all uh, now goes to the off season, and uh, you know we'll we'll see what happens there. Obviously, they'll they'll be uh, sort of wounded, and they would be uh, wanting to bounce back. And um, yeah, it's it's just a fascinating treat now to see what, where FC Goa goes next. Yeah, I think one team that we probably wouldn't talk too much about because we have no clue about how they function off the pitch in terms of uh, will they even be there because they're always in the past two years they've always been a team that's formed in towards the end of things I'm talking about East Bengal so a lot is going on over there I think once we get more clarity and once we get you know probably an expert who can talk in detail about the whole situation there you know we will talk about that particular team Uh, but I think it was a decent I mean a better performance uh, as compared to the last one at least so definitely uh, probably if things get better in terms of the management the ownership uh, we may get more clarity in terms of how they would perform on the pitch Uh, now going further to Odisha FC a team that really surprised all of us I think some of us were even looking forward to how they would perform because we knew Coach Pradyum had worked had done some works uh, with the team so how do you see how do you gauge this Odisha FC team and what do you think uh, can we expect, you know, probably going ahead? 
I think we can really expect them to uh, push for the top four, although I, I don't know that, that, that they're there yet at the moment. But uh, of course, Jerry with another uh, fruitful year and I think finally he has caught the eye of, of uh, the national team scouts. You know, so uh, uh, Odisha, well, uh, they, they'll have to sort of like build on this uh, and they need to sort of, you know, go in uh, smartly next year recruit smartly and uh, try to push on and, uh, you know, make themselves, I would say, a regular in, in the mid-table with, with an aim of pushing in the top four. And uh, knowing how this league is, it's quite unpredictable. And, uh, you know, you, you've seen it this year with the likes of uh, Jamshedpur and Hyderabad. They had a few consistent seasons under the belt. Uh, they were not, you know, underwhelming or they, were, they weren't very uh, brilliant, but they were solid and consistent. And I think that's the blueprint that Odisha also need to follow and uh, retain their stars, you know, the likes of uh, Jerry and uh, the foreign signings that they have. And even, uh, I would say, the uh, uh, overall, I think, uh, the Watford influence really helped them as well uh, in, you know, the back end. So I think uh, just this and more now going forward for them and uh, for East Bengal, just quickly before, you know, we uh, wrap, that, wrap this uh, section up. I think for them it is just it's it's sad because they are the they are one of the legacy clubs in India. So I think just uh, clarity and uh, uh, you know a, a proper uh, bench a, a proper sort of like you know footing for the future would would help this club to you know be there because eleventh place or bottom of the table doesn't suit a big club like uh, SE East Bengal. Yeah, rightly there put by you, Ajay. Uh, talking about a team, I think I'll come to Mumbai City towards the end. Uh, talking about Bengaluru FC, right? Uh, it was it wasn't it was a dreadful season for them. Uh, a lot to take away. Yes, it was a season probably a build up that we could see if they could be there if they are the team yet uh, that they were previously. Uh, but how do you see things going from here? I know, I mean, once again, you know, we're just looking at overall uh, as a glimpse of every team. So we're not getting into the details of it. Uh, but how do you see with things going on? Do you see Marco still being there? And how do you think they would be, you know, spending or not getting some players, some young legs onto their teams? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, at the start of the season, I remember when uh, you guys were recording the the preview, and uh, although Marco has got an Italian name, I, you know, I kept on telling you guys that he's more German in his approach than Italian. So with with Germans, you you know, you would see that uh, uh, consistency and uh, the discipline and, and hard work. And I think it took it it, it took them some time, but uh, we saw what uh, a small glimpse of how Marco wanted uh, his team to look and play. And uh, during that time, you know, BFC did have a good uh, string of results. And uh, we thought that they might sneak uh, in into, into the top four. But towards the end, again, they lost a bit of gas. And uh, the bright spot for them, obviously, was uh, Roshan. And I think he's been called up to the national team as well. And, of course, uh, Danish as well. Uh, Danish settling in from uh, the I-League into the ISL quite well. Yeah, of course, and the, the, the long-term... Uh, question is, you know, where, where are they going to get the goals from once, you know, Chetri is not getting any younger. But uh, uh, BFC as well, uh, I, I guess, uh, you know, we, we saw a few glimpses of, you know, uh, the, the the best version of, or not the best version, but at least a version that uh, Marco, Coach Marco feels that uh, it is his best version this season. And uh, they'll, they'll build on that and uh, don't write them off uh, next year as well. 
Well, let's finally come to the city that you're in right now and I'm not, uh, Mumbai City FC. <laughs> uh, well, I must say that I'm recording this from straight from my parents' new home in Kerala. So, guys, if you're around, do come say hi. You you were in the best place, Siju. I mean, uh, I'm sure Kerala would have been a carnival yesterday, at least, you know, before the match, uh, uh, you know, started, the final started. Yeah, yeah. I made sure my folks in the house are watching the game. So, that was quite a carnival as well. But yeah, places <laughs> around my place also there were. But yeah, I, I was at home. Uh, but it was it was a crazy time across across states and across districts in the state. Let's let's come to Mumbai City as they are now preparing. Well, they finished fifth on the points table, if I'm not wrong. And they are currently now preparing in a training camp in Abu Dhabi for the AFC Champions League. Um, Ajay, we know Des Buckingham. We 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 were calling the Des, you know, the Des ball is it. It was working. Uh, they were doing pretty well, but there were a few things here and there. So how do you see now? This is big, uh, but I'm sure Des has worked in the Australian league, so he's not uh, very new to such kind of challenges. Uh, but at the same time, how do you see Mumbai City FC with this team under Des uh, doing at AFC Champions League? I hope they do as well as Goa did, you know, uh, because Goa, although they didn't win any games, I think, but, but they made us proud. And I think at this moment, that's that's what we're looking out for, you know, where that the Indian flag is, is uh, you know, made uh, sort of, you know, relevant in, in the Asian, Asian competition. I mean, to get points or, you know, get wins, of course, you know, those things will come. But at this stage, it's just, you know, sort of solidifying your, uh, your credibility at, at this stage. And a similar thing to Des as well. I mean, a last-minute appointment that was the start of the season. You know, uh, quite a surprising one. I, I don't think so anyone anticipated that uh, Lobera would leave, um, you know, Mumbai City FC. But uh, obviously, you know, they're, they're, uh, the City Football Group function in a very different way. So, um, um, a rude shock. But uh, then again, it was uh, uh, all guns blazing. I mean, and we thought that at, at one point, uh, Mumbai City will easily run away with, with the, the league once again. This year, but uh, things slowed down, and uh, that that is what it is. I mean, you know, football isn't uh, <laughs> football isn't. I would say, uh, you know, a simple thing to understand. Uh, it it has its own uh, sort of uh, crazy eccentricities, and um, yeah, for Des Buckingham uh, and Mumbai City FC, it, it was a season of transition, and um, I, I believe that once the the uh, Asian uh, competition is over. They would be focusing their energies on again giving him uh, the players that he needs, because uh, Lobera has been working with these set of players for many years now. Not even in Mumbai, you know, even from his FC Goa days. So Des Buckingham would want his signings again, the players that he feels are right for the system. And uh, between uh, ATK MB and uh, Mumbai City FC, I think they're going to be very, very active in the transfer market. So watch out for them. And I just fear for a lot of football clubs, say like uh, Chennai or Northeast or Odisha or Hyderabad, you know, uh, they'll they'll have a tough time to uh, keep a hold of of their talents, given the fact that uh, ATKMB and Mumbai City FC are financially, uh, you know, strong in this. Well, that brings me to you know that brings me to the end of uh, this this podcast. And my final question to you, Ajay, is: I know, I mean, most of us could not have followed every game and each and every match, and with things that happened in between as well. Uh, but I must ask you, Ajay, your thoughts and uh, your favorite Indian player and your favorite uh, foreign player from across the season. Uh, please go for it. 
Um, okay, I think uh, I think the favorite. I I'll just add on to that as well. I think um, uh, favorite Indian player and favorite foreign player would both be from uh, the teams that played in the final. I really liked the way that uh, Sal Abdul Samad uh, finally, you know, showed what he's capable of uh, through a whole season. Very unfortunate that he missed the final. His presence was felt, uh, you know, his, uh, his absence was felt rather. So I would say Sahil in terms of Indian players and foreign player, that man, Bart Ogbeche. Man, I mean, he is something else at this age. He is so consistent and uh, he's he's always in and amongst the, the scoring charts. And uh, yet again, he, you know, he's, he's won a trophy back to back years now. And he's won uh, trophies with uh, Mumbai last season and uh, Hyderabad this year. So those are my picks. I would say that it was quite hard for uh, Chennai this year as well. Very difficult season for them and Northeast United as well. But it's good to see Khalid uh, sir given a full year as uh, you know head coach of an ISL club. And I hope that he remains in charge next year. And um, yeah, that's about it. It was it's quite a good good uh, uh, campaign. Uh, I think you know as I mentioned earlier, on and off the pitch, it was quite entertaining. We had some good games. Throughout, and uh, I would say overall a season that uh, lays the the foundation for the hero ISL in the years coming ahead. Yeah, thanks, Ajay, for reminding me the two teams that I you know I was wondering I'm missing out someone. But uh, with 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 Northeast, I must say things ha- things quite changed in the mid season. So a lot of politics that happened at the back end. Uh, so, but kudos kudos to the management that at least tried to keep Khalid by and and at, at the helm of things. And it was going okay, but. Uh, hey, you know what? At times when you don't get the coaches don't get their right uh, team, it may not click. So we hope uh, to see them back in action and you know see Khalid Bhai back in action as well. Talking about Chennai, I think a lot of things didn't go right. So expect an episode completely talking about uh, uh, about Chennai NFC on 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 our platforms of Humans of Indian Football. But this brings to the end of the show. Thank you so much to all the listeners and thank you, Ajay for always being there and you know, always a pleasure yes absolutely thank you so much guys uh, next week we will be dropping special episode from the special series celebrating women's day the entire ma- uh, month of march you have to check out that episode you will love it because that's my favorite so watch out for that and please do subscribe to the totally in football show on all the audio platforms that you listen to uh follow and let us know what you think and if you share this episode and let us know uh your thoughts on each of the teams uh that you supported this season uh once again follow humans of indian football on youtube twitter facebook instagram uh we may have some more fun series around the isl uh, on our YouTube channel very soon. So thank you so much once again. Thank you, Ajay. Thank you to all our lovely listeners. Uh, have a great day, evening, whenever you're listening to this episode. That is, I'm Siju, your host, signing off. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye.